Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. I'd like to open with prayer. Father, I give thanks. My heavenly Father, I give thanks that the power of my Lord be great. Father, over your people, that the power of my Lord be great. Father, I want to remind you, mercy rejoices against judgment. Father, I want to remind you right now, mercy rejoices against judgment. Father, for those that are here, mercy rejoices against judgment. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears, our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. I ask this in your holy child's name, Jesus. Okay, if you will turn with me, I'm going to talk about that tonight. If you will turn with me to Exodus 34. I'm going to read what Moses found out about God. It said, Moses, I'm going to begin in verse 4. And Moses hewed two tablets of stone like the first. And he rose up early in the morning and went up into Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him. And took in his hand the two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there. This is Jehovah. And stood with him there. And proclaimed the name of the Lord told Moses about himself. And he said, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful, merciful. The first word God used to describe himself was merciful. The first word, merciful. Merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth. Next Keeping mercy for thousands. Keeping mercy for thousands. Forgiving iniquity. This is the personality of Jehovah. This is the personality of the God we serve. Keeping mercy for thousands. Forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And that by will no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children under the third and fourth generation. Now turn with me to Micah chapter 7. I love this verse. And for those of you who have a Bible like me, it's page 1158. Sometimes it's hard to find him. He's kind of hides in there. Okay, I'm going to begin in verse 18. Who is a God like unto thee? Who? Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. He delighteth in mercy. Do you hear that? He delighteth in mercy. I have four children. I delighted 
to make them the dinner that they loved. I delighted to cook the dinners that they loved. I delighted to give them gifts. I delighted to help them. Well, guess what God delights in? Guess what he likes to do? He likes to show mercy. He likes to show mercy. Get that in your heart. He likes to show mercy. There have been several times in my life, I didn't think I'd share this. There was a time when I was um, unjustly arrested. Yes, I went home and had to tell the family I was arrested. But what happened was I, I got a woman upset at me. And she went to the police and said that I did something I didn't do. I didn't know what to do. I'd never been in this kind of situation before. So I started to pray. Actually, I remember I called Doyle that day. And I said, Doyle, I've got, I've got a problem here. And I, I, I tell you what, I must have called. In my whole time before I went to Plano, I probably called Doyle once. And that was it. And I said, Doyle, I, I've, I've got a problem here. And he said, what's the problem? He said, I've been arrested. He said, is this Kathy? <laughs> I said, yeah, I've been arrested. And I explained to him the situation. I didn't know what to do. And, 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 and Doyle said, well, I'm here praying, and I'll keep praying. You know, I got off the phone, and I told God, I said, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? There was no way to say it was one woman's one woman's voice against another, and she was a whole lot meaner than I was. And, and I went to praying, and God gave me this verse. He gave me this verse. God delighteth to show mercy. I was in trouble. There was no way I could prove I was innocent. I was in trouble, and I started praying it. I said, Father, you delight to show mercy. Show it here. Show it here. Show it for me. I spent the whole evening. Father, you delight to show mercy. Show it here. I need mercy. Show it here. The whole evening. The next morning, I got a phone call. It was the police station. The lady that charged you has dropped all her charges. God showed mercy. God showed mercy. I know the mercy of this man. And I know the mercy of this God, and his mercy is in this word. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to Luke 1. So, uh, I'm going to start in verse 67. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, this was when John was born. This is Zechariah speaking. Zechariah now can talk. He couldn't talk for a while. And he said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel. For he has visited and redeemed his people. This is the first thing that Zechariah has been able to say in nine months. He said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to Abraham. To Abraham, not to Moses, to Abraham. This was not the law, this was Abraham. Abraham which preached the gospel. 
the oath which he swore unto our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. These words have a special meaning to me. There was a time in the early 90s that I was at home and we were told to read the Psalms. There was, God was starting to deal with my heart and you know, I, I could not read the Psalms. I couldn't. Every time I opened those pages, I'm sure some of you have been there, all I saw was the wicked was going to get it. And I knew I was the wicked. I mean, every time I opened the Psalms, the wicked was going to die. And, and I was on my way. I would, I would just bawl, cry. I couldn't read them. They hurt. I said, Father, what am I going to do? I can't read these. You know what he told me? He said, for a little while, go read the book of Luke. Go read the book of Luke. The first day that I sat down and read this book, I came to these words. Blessed be the Lord God of our Father, of the, uh, the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. That was Jesus. And he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us. And this next verse broke my heart to perform the mercy promised, promised under our fathers. The mercy promised under our fathers. After I read the book of Luke for several times, I was able to go back. I had a little bit of the gospel in me, and I was able to go back and read the Psalms and read them with faith. Now, the next one. I want us to go to 1 Peter 1.3. 1 Peter 1, 3. I'm going to begin the beginning. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace be multiplied. This next verse. Blessed be the God and Father the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he, according to his abundant mercy, according to his abundant mercy, what moved him to do this next act? His abundant mercy. What caused him to do what we're about ready to read? His abundant mercy. His abundant mercy. What is his personality? What's the first word to describe him? merciful, merciful. It says, has begotten us unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. What moved God to send Jesus to die for us, to be buried for us, to be raised again for us? His abundant mercy. His abundant mercy. Did we deserve Jesus dying in our place? No. No. Did we deserve Jesus carrying all our sin on his body to where every bone was out of joint. Did we deserve that he took on every sickness and disease? Did we deserve all the poverty that Jesus bore for us? He became poor that we might be rich. Did we deserve any of that? No. Why was it done? 
according to his abundant mercy. 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 I love mercy. I love watching God perform his mercy. Mercy. Now, let's go to the last verse. James 2.13. What I read it, or what I spoke at the beginning of this, me speaking. Verse 13, James 2. For he shall have judgment without mercy that has showed no mercy. If you have an opportunity to show mercy, do it. It said, for he shall have judgment without mercy that has showed no mercy. And look at this next phrase. And mercy rejoices against judgment. Mercy rejoices against judgment. I have shared this story before, but I had somebody very dear to me that had gotten in some serious trouble with the law up to the felony level. And he got a lawyer. He was out in another state. He got a lawyer, and the lawyer told him, you're going to do time. He goes, I don't know how much time you're going to do, but you're going to do time. At the, at the beginning of this, what brought it to this was this person was trying to commit suicide. He was trying to end their life. Well, he had some people praying for him. And I was one of them. And he went before the judge. And God gave me the night before. I said, Father, what do I pray? What do I pray? You know what's neat about the word of God? The Roman soldier went to Jesus on behalf of his servant that, was, that had the palsy, grievously tormented. His, his, his owner, his, his boss went to Jesus on his behalf. The, the uh, Syrophoenician woman went to Jesus on behalf of her daughter. Well, I knew by the word of God, I could go to God on behalf, on behalf of this person, behalf of this loved one. So I went to God the night before, and God gave me this verse. Mercy rejoices against judgment. Did he deserve what he was getting ready to see in front of the judge? Yes. 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 Judges don't care about circumstances. They don't care what was going on in his head. But he was, the, the, his lawyer said, you're going. You're going to jail. I prayed this. Mercy rejoices against judgment, Father. Mercy rejoices against judgment. They stood before the judge. The judge turned around and said he gave him probation, short probation. And as they were standing there, they went back to the, they went back to the table, and the lawyer looked at him and under his breath said, all right, he goes, I want you to get your stuff together. I want you to walk out of this building. I want you to be very quiet, but I want you to do it quick. He said, and as soon as you get outside, you get in your car and you get as far away from here as you can before this judge realizes what he did. Do you know what that was? Mercy rejoices against judgment. Why does it rejoice against judgment? Because of the gospel. Because of the gospel. That judgment was put on Jesus. It works because the judgment was put on Jesus. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus took our judgment, and that's why mercy will work. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. 
You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.